Does a traffic stop for dark tints justify CPS removal of five kids? In Kansas, weed legalization is killed, while in Kentucky, it's on like Donkey Kong. Seven out of ten of us are for legalization here in Florida. And two of them will tell you all about it on today's show. Stick around. Uh, we're struggling hardcore, but it's okay. We got some coffee and weed. I'm Sunny D. I'm Captain J. And, and we're the Pot Smoking Moms. Thank you for joining us. If it's your first time here, welcome, welcome. Make yourself at home. If you're a return customer, thanks for coming back. If you like our show, if you're a return customer, that means you probably like it. We hope you have uh, subscribed, rated, reviewed, and told someone about our show. That helps us out a lot. So we definitely thank you if you've done that. And if not, go out there and preach <laughs> the gospel of the pot smoking mob. <laughs> well, we have a great show for you guys. But before we start the show, we definitely got to get our heads right. So you ready for a smoke session? I am ready. If you at home uh, don't have your uh, supplies together, we're going to give you a little intro so you could gather them and smoke with us. While we get ready for Fluence Smoke Sesh. Ooh, all right. Well, I have a bowl here packed for myself of some granddaddy purple. Previously known as Polaris, this dreamy strain helps find your bearings with its potent psychoactive effects that blanket both mind and body. A heavily indica-dominant classic, Granddaddy Purple lures you in with sweet aromas of grapes and berries. Then come heavy feelings of full-body relaxation and cerebral euphoria. It's often pulled off the shelf for those looking to combat pain, stress, insomnia, appetite loss, and muscle spasms. I'm like down to my last little crumbs of it little crumbs <laughs> i got primus uh this strain is kind of one of my favorite ones um you know what was the other one the buddha's hands yeah you like that one too now primus was one that was suggested by one of the bud tenders at the north miami fluent uh i was like well give me something gassy what else do you got he suggested primus it's an indica dominant hybrid Take your back, take back your night with Primus. This heavily indica dominant cross of Arcata Trainwreck X303 OG offers lasting results. Best for evening use. Primus takes you on a journey through heavenly creative euphoria before grounding you in blissfully deep physical relaxation. The rich terpene profile produces pungent, earthy, and diesel aromas paired with sweet and sour flavors. Users of this strain note benefits in relieving symptoms associated with anxiety, chronic pain, insomnia, and appetite loss. Mm, great band, too. Yes, Primus. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. All right. I think I'm ready now. <laughs> yeah. We had like 10 balls going there at once. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys, if you are listening to us, come on over to our YouTube page, our YouTube channel. Subscribe. You could see our beautiful faces. Our cool shirts, her Aerosmith shirt. Today, somebody asked her if she knew who that band yeah, was. <laughs> I was uh, making a purchase. Like, how old do you think I am? Woman? Well, it was, an older, it was an older lady. She looked like she had party hard in her days. <laughs> and she was like, are she you? She probably was an Aerosmith uh, groupie. <laughs> she, she looked like she might have. And she was like, do you even know who they are? And I'm like, I, surely at 40 years old, I don't look like a youngin. Who, <laughs> I was like, yeah, lady. <laughs> I had something else that I bought and I was like, look at that. Does a young person buy that kind of stuff? No. 
I know Aerosmith. <laughs> Maybe not as much as you do, but I know them. <laughs> but anyways, if you are listening to us, go over to our YouTubes. We got we do live stuff. We come on, just go over to the YouTubes, hit that like, love, subscribe. All the kind, all the buttons. Potspokingmoms.com is the website. You could find our YouTube on there. Mm -hmm. Or you know what? Uh, you can hit up the Fluent link for your rewards. Mm -hmm. Even uh -huh. if you have the rewards, just click that link to get to the menu. Just put some traffic through that link for us. Oh, look, we got a little uh, QR code that uh, Uncle Jesse is flashing up for everyone to enroll in the Fluent Rewards. Super easy. Just click aim shoot whatever and of course uh before we get started on the show we got to say thank you again we we thank them throughout the show our patrons because we continue doing this every week just for you guys yeah <laughs> and we it's so much fun we, we just had a, a trip time. with all our patrons and friends i mean like yo do yourself a favor check out our patreon go there's another uh qr code flashing up on your screen right now if you're watching us Go ahead and uh, yeah, we have tiers check from one, it out. one, five, ten, fifteen. You know, see what tier works best for you. Um, all tiers come with our Discord access, which I think is the best thing of our community. Yeah, um, because you basically have a fleet of ladies here availability. To, you know, we be smoking to, all the time too. With. So <laughs> you know, you need a partner, you need somebody to join a smoke sesh. Yeah, join our Patreon, and you surely you will find. You know, others, smoke buddy. other like minded individuals. Hey, if you cannot contribute to our Patreon, that's cool. Uh, you're rating and reviewing and sharing our podcast. All those things help us immensely. Uh, if you do all that and you want some swag, some pot smoking mom swag, hit us up, DM us, let us know, and we will send out some stickers and love to you. And we are actually preparing for an event coming up May 6th. We stay tuned for that. Patrons, you do get your discount on tickets. So we are doing a Miami Bud Call May 6th out of Miami. We'll be going to Vitacan and Grow Healthy. We're still looking for a third stop, talking to a few other dispensaries. Um, so tickets will be going on sale soon. Yeah, watch out for that. And that'll be so much fun. We you had guys, so much fun the first you time. You guys can join us. And we'll go dispensary hopping and we'll have such a good time and uh, uh, be on the lookout for that on our Instagrams. We got a special, special day today. Well, this special day is it's technically tomorrow. It's technically Monday. Uh, we will be <laughs> celebrating this entire week, though. Uh, so we'd like to say happy birthday to our very own Captain Jay. Uh, thank you. <laughs> what are you doing? We got we got you a little something like something. <laughs> we got you a little something Happy something. Oh my god, I've been wanting this. Oh you guys. Now you have to play this with me. Oh, I have a hat. <laughs> You have to play good this enough me. for you. It's good okay. enough. We got her the Goonies. So check it. So that's what I was buying at Target. When like, oh, do you, do you even know who Aerosmith is? I'm like, I lady, to say I know bitch, the do fucking you not Goonies. Tell us what, what you were buying. Oh yeah, no, that's what I was buying. I was like, lady, I know the Goonies. Do you not? I'm an elder millennial. The and then she was like, she did that thing where she was like, oh, I shouldn't have asked that question because then I went in too hard. <laughs> I want to. Oh, and candy. Thank and candy. you guys. Thank you. See, like, I'm a big board game geek. I love board games. Uh, Uncle Jesse also likes board games. He had his own game day. I, my friends never want to play with me here. I only have one friend that's like willing, but this is the Goonies. I'm going to make this. I know. Play. I think I might. I probably will play this. Well, so this is a story. We went into Super Target yesterday with the kids because, you know, that's like a, an event for everybody to do on the weekends. And we were in the kit and we were in the toy aisle and I saw this and I grabbed it and I was like, yo, what is this? And I look like, at that game oh. every time I go to Target. Oh, well, I, I did. I go, oh, and they had an E.T. one, too. You seen the E.T. They one? have a they also have a Princess Bride game. That I'm, oh, really? Princess yeah. of the Bride? Princess of the Bride? Yeah. 
so i saw this and i was like this is so cool and then and and robert was like oh uh you know oh yeah we can get that and then i was like i don't play fucking games i was like you know who's good for this bitch i was like now she can have it and if i really want to i could play it oh yeah but i'm not like i you're a big board games fan and we're we love the goonies i love the goonies i freaking love the goonies hey you guys Thank you. Yay. Happy birthday. Thank you, Uncle Jesse. Oh, man, bitch, let's play now. Okay. I know. Let's learn the rules right now. And we're playing. That's where you lose me. (laughs) The rules. That's where I just take off and I go into my own game. My friend who... My my one friend though is always willing to play. He's always the best for the rules. I'm like, I'll send him a game in events. Hey, I got this game. You want to play here? I'll send it to him because he'll look online. He'll watch videos. He'll read the rules. I'm like, yes, that was all the work for us beforehand. That way, yes, you have I to do it before like, because it's like, yeah, it's too much when you're there and you're you gonna need play. Somebody that already understands the rules to explain it to everybody because <laughs> some of these board games nowadays they can be pretty heavy. Um, and I'm just and those are the ones I like. The heavier, the better. The loaded ones. <laughs> all this resource management and like. Yeah, she got a lot of games, you guys. Okay. And then we used to do, I mean, you used to do uh, game nights a lot. Yeah, yeah. We used to play like a weekly poker game. Too. I, w- I would sub- I would come to support, you know. I would <laughs> I would be the entertainment in between because I was like, I, I don't understand poker. I can never, there's numbers involved on cards. I was like, I don't know. I will get lost. And then I would just turn into the entertainment. And then, you know, I was yeah. there for the snacks. <laughs> But I supported it. I was like, good. Oh. Uh, that's the big. I <laughs> said, I said it. Times. Yeah, that's the, the the loveliest photo of Captain J that I own. <laughs> Every birthday, was, I'm like, I was swooning because the the he threw a flower and I cut. <laughs> I was like, I got the flower. It's so cute. It's so appropriate. <laughs> so cute. Oh, if you guys are watching on YouTube, you see the fifty. That's my <laughs> favorite photo of Captain J. That's your favorite. It's her. Photo it's her maiden. It's like her dainty. It's oh, she's I'm a, so I'm, I'm a fair. I'm maiden. a lady. He loves me. I'm a lady. I, I will. I'm betrothed to the knight on the horse, on the sexy horse. With my Hogwarts medieval shirt. times. That was like the best part of medieval times. Is like the horses, the horses. and the people on the and the guys on the horses. Yeah, because the food lackluster. Man. But the food I wanted right, to you throw it. <laughs> I feel She's like, like you left it there to see how long before I like, think that exactly <laughs> hilarious. So have fun for your birthday. Have lots of fun. I don't have any plans, but that's good. I I took the day off. I'm not working. Jesse's just fucking around with all the like toys all the hats. with all the visual effects. That's a cool hat. So yeah, it's a pretty nice bucket hat actually. <laughs> it's like in style now too. With some hoop earrings. Yeah, girl. That's up. a look. That's a whole look, girl. So I- <laughs> Don't do that anymore. I'll, I'll be stuck trying to line my head up. <laughs> so I was supposed to be out of town today. I wasn't we were I was not supposed to be here this weekend, but my kid got sick. Like kids do. Kids, kids, what kids be ruining shit, huh? <sighs> Uh, but you know, I, yeah. I'm actually really happy that she's, it wasn't that bad. It was like a fever and she was like, yeah, she seems like she's doing better already. So yeah, she's been like sluggish and you know, I didn't want to take her out and like have her be miserable the whole time. We're like trying to have fun. Mm-hmm. No. So we stayed home, which I'm cool with. We had a nice time here locally. Yeah, you went to the museum. We went to the museum. Um, uh, I ended up getting a membership because, like, uh, it was only a little bit more. And you get all, so much more, exactly. And it's like that's a, how they get you. They're like, and we'll be, be back. Oh, might as well just get it. It's right there. We'll be back. We could do the IMAX. That's mm-hmm. fun. Um, and you know, I don't know for spring break because this week I don't know what the hell to do. What are you doing? You spring break for you already? I this work. Week? Yeah, I work every day except for my birthday i took off so julian will be home with with my husband oh right right okay so he's here and stuff yeah and then i'll be working you know i usually take this week i try to take this week off because 
it's my birthday week right and, and spring my, break my son's spring break yeah. yeah last year we went to colorado for my birthday it was my 40th so i was like i gotta do something cool mm-hmm. right you know now i'm 41 we should, we should go get <laughs> tattoos say pot smoking oh my mom's God. podcast i've always wanted a tattoo <laughs> but i'm so afraid of the pain because i'm such a little bitch really oh like yeah in the pain and i hate doctor? needles oh yeah it's like i don't know That's it's scary. whatever i got one tattoo it looks like a prison tattoo i got it so long ago i got it, it so like long ago that i have tattoo. yes i have friends who are like so what are you gonna cover it and i'm like bitch i've never even said anything about covering that shit just don't look at it if you don't like it don't look at it it's like a back it's a back tattoo it's like a lower back tattoo Oh, it's Not like co- a, a tramp stamp? Right. Well, <laughs> when I got it, it wasn't called a tramp stamp. Is that spot in the back? Right there? The spot in the butt, back. Yeah. yeah, I like to, I call myself the Daniel Boone of the tramp stamp. You know, <laughs> I pave the road for all the future tramp stamps. No, but it's like, it is pretty bad. It's pretty bad tattoo. But like, whatever, what am I going to do? I don't go around showing it off anyways. <laughs> I do love tattoos. I just can never financially commit to getting one done. They're expensive. If, if you want, so if you want a nice one. Nice, yeah. Yeah. I don't want any more prison tattoos. I got one. That's good enough for me. <laughs> but I've seen some really nice tattoos. But and 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 those take a lot of time and money, which is two things I don't have much of right now. And uh, the pain too. But I mean, I, whatever. The pain is whatever. Mm-hmm. I could, I could get through the pain. I can't see myself sitting for a long time. That's the other thing. Yeah. Jabbed over and over by a needle. <laughs> yeah. Just sitting there like. like uh, I, I mean, I, I, I know me. I know me. I wouldn't be able to sit through it. I can. I have like a half tattoo. <laughs> well, one day we'll get PSM tattoos one day. Uh, <laughs> we'll they have them. like numbing creams and stuff now, but that's yeah. still not enough because, you know, depending where you get it. it yeah. Really depending. Painful. Well, you don't get it in a don't get it in a very. Get it in a fatty area. In a fatty area. Yeah. That's why back it was okay. Uh, your foot not good. Or I, I want to. I want. I've always wanted to get one here in my arm, but I feel like that's this where is my like husband sensitive. has his. He has them here. Yeah, that's what I would do. I would like to get them on the inner arm, but whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Are you doing anything for your birthday other than just chilling? Uh, no plans. No plans. Uh, my husband was recently, you know, in the emergency room oh my for not God. being able to breathe. So we're taking it easy. Like I, if I, if I had my way, we would have left this morning for Disney again. (laughs) (laughs) You're a fiend for that shit. Let me tell you guys something. Okay. (laughs) Listeners. When we went to this trip. Okay. There came a time. One that's still able to keep going. There came a point in time where all of us were fucking done where we were dragging ass where you could look at everybody's face and everybody's or everybody looked at me and they're like come on let's go and i was like what you could talk to uh her over there you could talk to captain j if you want to go no go tell her i was like i ain't telling her shit if i tell her let's go she's gonna be like fuck you she's over me like she sees me all the time if i say something she doesn't want to hear it if you guys are really tired, you need to take it up with the captain. <laughs> because this one was like, where are we going next? Where are we going next? Where are we going next? And all of us are like, what the fuck? I was not doing that. I knew where we were going next. <laughs> no, well, I don't know. That was the way that I depicted it. <laughs> we're going here. We are going there. We are going everywhere. <laughs> That's what I, what was the impression I should have done? But yeah, we were, oh, you could have. And then that was the, the time before you take, took a second wind and you and Pa had mom. <laughs> we kept going again. Yeah, we we're like this dying on the way. Um, you guys were sitting at the exit and we we're like, <laughs> there's still time. Hey, there's no lines. Let's and go. And there was no lines anywhere. We were in Magic Kingdom. There were no lines and they still had time before it closed. And we're like, let's just go ride a couple things before we yeah, leave. sure no problem and on the way back uh to the parking lot everybody was puking and dying <laughs> and dragging their asses and you guys were like you guys say we wrote, to drink we, we wrote little mermaid 18 times we wrote it one time i know uh but i'm being, and buzz lightyear you know we rode two rides we went on a little mermaid and buzz lightyear and that's it we came back yeah, buzz and we were like in one. and out of each little mermaids is good but buzz lightyear is fun i would have Got done that one. Yeah. But just the ambiance of Disney at night, like Magic Kingdom at night, is is nice. I, I, I would like to uh to do that one of those 
scary Mary scaries. I don't know. That's so scary. That's so scary Halloween. That's so scary Halloween. Yeah, that seems like fun. It is. But uh, anything else for you before we get into Mm -hmm. our favorite, well, one of everybody's beloved segments? News Nuts, where we get high and read the news to you. <laughs> I don't know why we did that. <laughs> we, we both did it. We were both like, who can do the weirdest? <laughs> Go. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, this story is not very funny. Tennessee Democrats push for children to be returned to parents following marijuana arrest. So the Tennessee Democratic Caucus on Thursday demanded that the Department of Children's Services release five young children taken from their parents who are black after a traffic stop in Manchester last month. You know, this is Manchester, Tennessee. That's by Bonnaroo. That's where Bonnaroo is. Oh, happens. that's true. Yes. The children ages seven, five, three and two, uh, two and a four month oh old infant God. who was still nursing were removed from their parents February 17th after a traffic stop initiated by the Tennessee Highway Patrol because of the dark tint and traveling in the left lane while not actively passing. The children have been in DCS custody since. Deontay Williams, the children's father, was arrested for possessing five grams of marijuana, a misdemeanor in Tennessee. He was he was a arrested for driving while black. Basically. Yeah. Uh, Bianca Claiborne was cited and released, court records say. Uh, DCS emails and THP citations cited in a story about the family by the Tennessee Lookout Wednesday raised a series of questions about why the Child Welfare Agency pursued removal of the children after a misdemeanor arrest and one parent of one parent and the other parent was free to leave. Like, why? Why detain the children? Why take the children? Is it Senator? London Lamar, a Memphis Democrat, called the actions ridiculous and an overuse of power. DCS, Coffee County, y'all need to do the right thing before the situation gets worse. And we have a nation of people coming to the rescue of this black family, she said. Give them their children back. It's borderline discrimination because if this was any other family, as their attorney said, we don't even think this would be the outcome, she said. Senator Raumesh Akbari, also a Memphis Democrat, said the goal should be keep to be to keep families together because babies and young children belong with their parents. Yeah, I mean, what two year old and a four uh, a four month old, right? I think it was, was it four months. I don't know, but the baby's still nursing. Yeah, the still, baby needs to be with the mom, right? And she was not detained. No, they released her. It is outrageous, and then they say, it is outrageous that the state forcefully separated Bianca Claiborne, a breastfeeding mother, and Deontay Williams from their kids and have allowed this to continue for nearly a month, she said. The state exercised extreme and flawed judgment in taking their children, and it seems they've doubled down on this poor decision. They doubled down on it? Oh, my goodness. It's like, oh, we messed up, but we don't want to admit to it. Okay, so no family is perfect, but an imperfection like a simple marijuana charge is no excuse for tearing a family apart. The state is supposed to support reunification. If they don't have a better reason, they must immediately return these five children to their parents. A spokesperson for DCS could not be immediately reached for comment. Also on Thursday, the Tennessee Highway Patrol denied a request by the lookout for body and dash cam video of the THP's traffic stop and interactions with the family. Huh. The lookout's request submitted earlier this week was denied because they are part of an ongoing criminal investigation and prosecution. And the district attorney's office serving Coffin County ha- has asserted its privilege to not release the documents at this particular time pursuant to Rule 16 of the Tennessee Rules of Criminal Procedure, a letter from an agency attorney said. The THP also said state law prevents the agency from releasing documents or information that directly or indirectly identifies a child or a family member receiving services from DCS. So right now they're using every excuse they can to not release the body cam footage of that stop. Well, well, typically when they're, if they're going to trial, they don't release stuff until they've done that. 
So that's the excuse they're using, and I'm sure that there's ways to get the stuff released before then. Trial for what? For the guys? For the the misdemeanor arrest? Right. Like these. He's got to go to court for that. Yeah, but it's I, I wouldn't think you'd be arrested and detained for a misdemeanor. You would, you know, if it's nonviolent, get I would a think ticket. you Yeah, and you would get released. That's crazy. Courtney Teasley, the family's attorney on Thursday, said, We echo the response of the Democratic Caucus. An instant hair follicle test performed on the parents at their first court appearance about a week after the children were taken into custody was a key element in DCS arguments for why the children should remain in DCS custody. This is awful. However, a Coffee County court administrator speaking to the lookout broadly about the county's instant hair follicle testing said the tests are inadmissible in court. An expert told the lookout rapid follicle tests are unreliable because they often yield false positives. Lawyers for the family have challenged the test. An attorney for DCS has told them the test no longer exists though the count, the custody case is still ongoing. This is even more reprehensible when the drug test used to justify keeping these children in foster care is known to be inadmissible by the county's own court administrator, she said. This is just a complete mess. There's no reason they should have those kids. That's insane. That is terrifying, the idea that for five grams of weed, right? they can take your five children yeah, and it's both. They just take your kids. And it's one of the parents. And you don't know who has your kids, what's going on with your kids. Yeah, that's awful. And we all know the system is not great. And a lot of the places they're placed are not great either. <laughs> They'll be lucky if they get a good home. And a baby. A little yeah, baby I know. Baby. That's awful. That's so terrible. Well, if you're in Tennessee or everyone, if if you could reach out. Like, it looks like the the... The politicians there are even like, hey, this is this is bad. You need what's going on. Release these kids. Give them back. The mom is out. The mom is not in jail. Right. Is And now they're saying like what? Because she's testing positive for weed in that hair follicle test or whatever. Right. And that's not even a test that's available anymore. And it's not even something that is like can be used in court. I don't know. But I hope I hope there somebody got them in touch with a good lawyer or a good lawyer is helping them out because this is absurd. I'm sure that there's a lot of cannabis, um, like normal, like maybe normal has some attorneys or whatever. I hope, I hope they got a good attorney. That's what they need. Yeah. <sighs> we will be following up on this story. For sure. We're going to have to keep, keep an eye on that. So um, our next story is actually about some legalization efforts in a couple states. Medical marijuana legalization advances in Kentucky but dies in Kansas. Kentucky is on track. Kentucky. This is south. This is crazy. Kentucky is on south. To, uh, south is on track <laughs> to legalize medical marijuana after a bill passed in the state Senate. But an NMJ measure in Kansas is essentially dead. After reliably locking MMJ bills in previous sessions, lawmakers in Kentucky's upper house voted 26 to 11 on Thursday to approve Senate Bill 47, the Associated Press reported. The measure would legalize medical cannabis for people suffering from a short list of familiar illnesses, including cancer, chronic pain, epilepsy, and PTSD. That bill now heads to the state House of Representatives, which have, has previously approved medical marijuana with strong majorities, only to see progress halted in the Senate. Democratic Governor Andy Bashar, who last fall issued an executive order allowing Kentucky residents to legally possess MMJ legally purchased in other states, is expected to sign any bill the House passes into law. Huh. Kentucky's part-time legislative session ends this month, so the House would need to send the medical marijuana bill to his desk within the next two weeks. Well, that sounds promising if it's already been like passed in the House before and stopped in the Senate, and now it's coming from the Senate passed to the House. So, And that's also interesting that, that he made it legal for them to have medical weed from, from other states. states. He's like, oh, you know, you could go to another state and bring it home. Yeah, like, that's like, I don't know. That's so weird. That, that that's, that's actually like saying, oh, it's okay to cross federal state lines. Right. Which you're I, not supposed to be able to do. Before they themselves I guess, legalize I guess, it. That's so weird, I guess, though. But he's saying it's okay, I guess, if you're going to, uh, I guess if you're not flying, maybe if you're driving through to, to the state with it. Mm-hmm. From a state that's legal, he's good with it. If as long as it's legal weed that you're coming, 
That's interesting. So one of the 13 remaining states. How would, would he how would he even know? Well, they could show a receipt of how they purchased it. But they could just That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of the, You know them stoners ain't gonna have no receipt. They're not gonna find that shit. But they could say where and they could find proof if they're really yeah. sus about the weed they got. So one of the 13 remaining states with no workable MMJ access, Kentucky, is nonetheless a key state for the cannabis nationwide. The state is a major center for hemp production and companies there are major players in the CBD and Delta H THC markets. It's also the home state of Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. Wow. <laughs> They're about to make weed. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that guy. (laughs) Whose support is indispensable for federal reform. Also on Thursday, Kansas lawmakers appeared to kill any chances for medical legalization this year when a key Senate committee labeled an MMJ bill, according to the Associated Press. Kansas. Like Kentucky, Kansas is a reliably conservative state represented by a Democratic governor. Governor Laura Kelly has said that she would sign an MMJ bill into law, but opposition from law enforcement appeared to sway key state Senate Republicans to block a proposal. And like Kentucky, an MMJ measure previously passed in the Kansas House before stalling out in the Senate. So looking good in Kentucky and not so good in Kansas. Yep. Interesting. Well, more states joining the ranks. Yeah. Becoming green. I know. Before you know it. I don't know. Well, if you're still here. Before you know it, I don't know. (laughs) Before you know it. Before you know it, all the states are going to be like, it's legal. And the federal government's still like, we got her hands tied behind her back. (laughs) Figure it out. Hey, subscribe to our YouTube channel. How about that? If, you, if you're if thinking you're about things here, right now. You should be a YouTube subscriber. Shit, if you were here at the beginning, you should be a YouTube subscriber. <laughs> if you're still here, you should be a patron. Yes. <laughs> all right. So now we're going to go on to uh, one of our other favorites. All, they're all our favorite segments. Yeah, this whole show is our it, favorite. This is our favorite we know intro. it's yours, too. Hey, every time. All right. So this story is going to have a lot of information that we've covered before, but, you know, it's kind of an update. And it's also a poll, apparently, on Florida residents or voters. As if we didn't know already that most of us. So seven in 10 Florida voters. Siete en diez for you. 70% support. Marijuana legalization poll finds as campaign petitions for 2024 ballot initiative. Mm-hmm. So as a Florida cannabis industry funded campaign makes progress in getting a marijuana legalization initiative placed on the state's 2024 ballot, a new poll shows that seven in 10 voters support the reform. The survey from the University of North Florida's UNF Public Opinion Research Lab, P-O-R-L, found that 70% of respondents either somewhat or strongly back the idea of passing a constitutional amendment to enact legalization, while 29% strongly or somewhat oppose it. The majority support is also bipartisan, with 75% of Democrats and 57% of Republicans in favor of the cannabis proposal. 78% of voters without a party affiliation also back the reform. There is a majority support in every age demographic, as the poll found. So all ages, everybody across the board is like, make weed legal. <laughs> Efforts to put recreational marijuana in front of voters in 2024 are the beginning stages, but support for it is high across the political spectrum. Michael Binder, a political science professor at UNF, a faculty director of P.O.R.L. said in a press release. If it makes it onto the ballot next year, and that's a big if, it has a good chance of reaching the 60% supermajority needed to pass, he said. The survey involved 
interviews with 1,452 registered voters from February 25th to March 7th with a plus negative 2.57 percentage points margin of error. Meanwhile, signature gathering for a Florida cannabis legalization ballot initiative is ongoing with a smart and safe Florida campaign recently reaching a symbolic milestone passing 420,000 signatures according to the State Division of Elections. At the end of January, the measure cleared a major hurdle, getting enough signatures to initiate a state Supreme Court review of the measure's language. The analysis is still pending. The Florida Supreme Court will be looking to make sure that the text of the proposal doesn't violate the state constitution's single-subject rule and is affirmatively misleading to voters. If the court determines that the initiative meets those standards, the campaign will need to collect a total of at least 891,589,000. No, 891,589,589 signatures to make the ballot next year. We've read that number so many times. Bro, can I say this real quick, though? Like, um... Let me look at that. Is for that a BS? Okay. Because check the it. The single subject so, so, rule is the problem with the whole Florida Supreme Court. Like the reason other petitions have been denied by the Florida Supreme Court in the past is because of their single subject rule that each amendment has to address one single subject. And since they were seeing home grow as a separate subject than legalization, and that's why they can't have it both. <sighs> Yeah, they're assholes. But that's so okay. But so my whole thing is you you need to put all this money into getting the wording and all this money into getting the signatures mm-hmm. for them to then, okay, then look at it and then say, Oh, we could do it because it's correct. Or yeah, you oh, gotta no, have up can't. to a certain number of signatures before the Supreme the Supreme Court will even review it. And then the Supreme Court has to say, okay, it is like constitutional. Like we, it does follow our constitutional rules. So it can go on the ballot, but you still have to collect more signatures up to that 891 for it to get on on the ballot. ballot. Yeah. Right. But, but what happens if they say, oh, the verbiage is a match? That's what they did before. Okay, but they can't they, just... So, so all that shit was wasted. Yeah. So the signatures... You have to no, write a whole new no, amendment. They yes. have, no, I feel like those signatures are no, valid up to a certain extent. Yeah, but they you have to write a new... You have to write a new amendment with new wording, with new language that they will approve. So people will have to sign on that one. So all wow. that is lost. That's what happened last time. So that's why they that's the argument of not including the whole homegirl to try to, like, get around that challenge. So past attempts to place adult use legalization on the if Florida you ballot. Subscribe to us on YouTube. You could look at the faces we're making right <laughs> these faces right now <laughs> all the time, please. So past attempts to place adult adult use legalization on the Florida ballot have been challenged and rejected by the court. That's what they're referring to when it was right. previously said no. Smart and Safe Florida, which filed the legal cannabis measure last summer, is being funded almost entirely by the state's largest medical cannabis operator, TrueLeave, which provided initial seed money to get the campaign off the ground and has now contributed $25 million to the effort. If approved, the measure would allow existing medical cannabis companies in the state like TrueLeave to begin selling marijuana to all adults over 21. It contains a provision that would allow but not require lawmakers to take steps toward the approval of additional businesses home cultivation by consumers would not be allowed under the proposals drafted under the proposal adults 21 and older would be able to purchase and possess up to one ounce of cannabis only five grams of which could be marijuana concentrate products the three-page measure also omits equity provisions favored by advocates such as expungements or other relief for people with prior cannabis convictions, which we're very against because, like, come on, do, do it right. Mm-hmm. While Florida voters approved the Medical Cannabis Constitutional Amendment in 2016, subsequent attempts to place broader legalization on the ballot have been rejected by the state Supreme Court, which has ruled that the language of proposed measures by Make It Legal Florida and sensible Florida were misleading in validating them. Those were the ones that were rejected by the court. Mm-hmm. 
those petitions that make it remember, make it legal right. and sensible. So now here's what smart and safe Florida marijuana legalization initiative would accomplish. Adults 21 and older could purchase and possess up to one ounce of cannabis for personal use. The cap for marijuana concentrates would be five grams. Medical cannabis dispensaries could acquire, cultivate, process, manufacture, sell, and distribute marijuana products and marijuana accessories to adults for personal use. The legislator would be authorized but not required to approve additional entities that are not currently licensed cannabis dispensaries. The initiative specifies as nothing in the proposal prevents the legislature from enacting laws that are consistent with this amendment. The amendment further clarifies that nothing about the proposal changes federal law, which seems to be an effort to avoid past legal challenges about misleading ballot language. I remember that. There are no provisions for home cultivation, expungement of prior records, or social equity. (laughs) (laughs) The measure would take effect six months following approval by voters. They want you to get to buy that shit right away. Meanwhile, activists that aren't directly involved in the Smart and Safe Florida campaign said last year that they were exploring plans to have voters decide on what they hope will be a complementary measure permitting adults to grow their own cannabis at home. So what's really interesting to me is that we keep hearing about Smart and Safe Florida, this freaking garbage petition that doesn't include social equity, doesn't include home grow doesn't include a lot of stuff we would want with legalization in Florida, right? We keep hearing about that. We keep, and they even mentioned in a lot of stuff that we've read over the last few weeks about the wise um, petition and right. how, the, what they want to try to do with, with adding home grow. But we haven't heard anything about this, which is our next story. And it's not even a story. It's just straight from our Florida um, website. But it's Senate Bill 1576, legalization of recreational marijuana that was introduced. Um, So a a Democratic senator from Kissimmee has filed a bill that could legalize recreational marijuana. Hmm. Senator Victor Torres and Senate Bill 1576 would make adult use cannabis legal for those at least 21 years of age, establishing a so-called division of cannabis management in the Florida Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services to regulate the herb including in concentrated and other derivative forms. Possession limits would be capped at 2.5 ounces per user and six marijuana plants, meaning that home cultivation would be allowed in the likely event this bill becomes law. Usage would be allowed in non-public places and violators would be subject to a $100 fine. Minors attempting to buy cannabis would be subject to a series of progressive fines with a third offense being $600 a hit. The bill also contemplates consumption establishments where smoking but not vaping would be allowed, as would the ingestion of marijuana via prepared food. That food could be taken off premises, provided the packaging denotes that it contains THC. These establishments would have to be at least 500 feet away from the doors of a public school and would be banned from selling product between 1 a.m. and 6 a.m. localities could opt out via ordinances passed by September 2024. Torres' bill also contains equity provisions, including stipulating that a minority business enterprise would be given preference in a competitive application process. Nice. If passed, this bill would go into effect in July. There's currently no House Companion Bill. So I haven't seen any stories about this. Right. I mean, I look every week. Can we reach out to Victor Torres? And so his this was filed uh, at the beginning of the month. I think it said there. And then it just recently got introduced, I guess, on the floor. It says on there. I can't read that, but March something. <laughs> March, the beginning of March, uh-huh. it was filed. And the 14th, I could read the last one. It was introduced because they're currently in the legislative session. Uh-huh. So everybody needs to call their representatives and say that you want them to support this bill because this would be a better option for us than that garbage petition. Right. And this will have home growth, social equity programs, um, even looks like uh, consumption, you know, lounges, lounges or or restaurants. So like. Healthy, yeah, that would be so much better. And how come I haven't heard about it? I know. Much? We need to talk to Mr. Victor Torres 
inspire. Maybe we could get him on the show. He could tell us a little bit about this bill and what that we could do. Awesome. Uh, yes. So stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, we have arrived uh, to the interview portion of the show. We had a really good listen. Coming from a mother with two small children, you know, uh, we try to come up with ways of educating our children and, you know, talking to them about uh, THC and how they shouldn't touch anything with it and how it's mommy's medicine. Um, this is a great way to talk to your kids about uh, cannabis. We were uh, able to sit with the wonderful Wendy Brazil. She's author of Why Mommy Gets High, a children's book that explains why some parents choose to use marijuana as a way to relax and connect with their kids. Why Mommy Gets High explains to children that marijuana used in moderation by adults is not some scary evil substance, but rather a potentially wonderful aid in helping parents to relax, connect, and enjoy their children. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this interview with Wendy. Here it is. This is kind of my little fantasy you know, that I would be the best mommy woo, in the whole wide world. But being a grown up isn't always fun. There are dishes to be done and bills to be paid. And all I want to do is play. It's hard to have fun with so much on my mind. Sometimes mommy needs a way to unwind. Because how many times is that you where you're just like in your own world thinking about all the crap you have to do and everything you have to get through and you want to be connected and you want to be present for your kids, but it's just, it's so hard. Mm -hmm. And just with a little bit of weed on board, all of a sudden <laughs> I'm back into being a, a kid again and enjoying them. Mommy may slip away for just a minute or two. I'll come back feeling free ready to bake cookies with you <laughs> although i may smell a little funny <laughs> i'll be a much happier mommy making a mess running around the house sometimes i feel like i'm gonna cry but there are no big deals when mommy's high <laughs> that is so relatable you know how many times i've just gotten home from work and i'm just drained and my kid wants my attention you know i have to i need to spend some time with him before bed you know before after dinner and, and it's so hard and just you know taking those two minutes like you said to just like smoke a couple puffs get that day off my my shoulder off my mind and being able to connect yeah. with my kid and my family get rid of it yeah, just shake it all off yeah <laughs> it's funny because when i got your book my yeah. oldest really really wanted me to read it right away because she saw herself in the two and your two daughters oh so I, when i read it to her she really really enjoyed it cuz she just felt like it was it was real like this was us with her and her and her sister yeah, it's I, I love hearing those stories. You know, um, um, they're the, my two uh, children, my my daughter, and then I have my other child is a trans draw, da, uh, girl. Um, <clears throat> and so when I decided to make it two little girls, my oldest that uh, um, lived just said, "Mom, that's so nice that you." represented me as a little girl you got to kind of recreate me so Aww. that was a kind of a cool moment and you know uh it's all about uh, you know just just trying to we're always looking for books you know when my kids were little where the characters kind of look like them or you know we had a horsey book that my daughter just completely thought that she was a horsey with the brown hair <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm happy to hear that yeah, she really did love it. And you know what? We have a lot of uh, other moms. I mean, we, there's a lot of other moms that do have older children, but a lot of other moms also, like me, have younger children. And they're always trying to find ways on how to talk to their children about cannabis. Yeah. How did you approach it uh, when they were uh, when you first approached it with your children, Wendy? Well, uh, I really didn't approach it with my children until they were a little bit older because uh, I was a single mom. And my, um, their dad ended up becoming a born again Christian and, uh, we had rather a contentious relationship. So I really had to hide it because, you know, there was always that threat. Now he knew that I, you know, had smoked when I, 
when we were together, I'd always had a plant growing on our little porch or balcony, you know, somewhere. And um, he knew that it always worked for, better for me than alcohol. But when my kids were actually growing up, uh, I hit it a lot of the time. Um, but uh, I wish I didn't have to because when my kids were in high school and they started actually smoking weed and were around weed, all of a sudden, you know, I had to come clean and I had to tell them, you know, I smoke weed. I, I've smoked weed. It works very well for me. Um, and, you know, the, I, I never had to really worry about them blacking out a party or, you know, something happening to them that so many things can happen when you have alcohol and those things just don't happen when you're smoking weed. I mean, mm -hmm. for the most part. Right. Um, so I think my daughter was probably, um, my youngest one was probably about 17 when I found weed in her backpack. Of course, uh, it was hers, it was her friends. <laughs> it's always the friends. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and the other one, you know, my oldest has always been straight as an arrow. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I never really worried about her. Uh, although nowadays she tells me that she was smoking weed back then and I didn't know. So it probably was my weed. Because <laughs> really, I mean, the first time I smoked weed, it was my parents' weed. And I think that a lot of times that's where it can come from. So, and all of us, we think we're hiding it so much better than we actually are. You know, I mean, I think that that's the important reason to start talking about it as young as you as young as uh, you're willing to do it. Because, um, mm -hmm. you know, just like when babies were, you know, when my kids asked me where babies came from, my first thing was... Uh, man or woman um take off their clothes and he puts his penis and you know just tell them it's just the most yeah. normal thing in the world uh of course uh she was a very popular seven-year-old telling everybody else at school but <laughs> that's just part of it you know i'm blessed because i live in california i i was able to get go to my regular gp doctor and uh I lost my mom and I went through a, a divorce within a year of each other and I was on antidepressants and I just became a zombie. I remember driving my kids to school and coming home and just getting back into bed um, till I had to, you know, till I had to get up again and it didn't work for me. It just I, it was horrible for me. And so um, I asked my doctor if there was anything else I could try and he said, uh, have you found anything that works for you? And I said, yeah, weed. So I was able to just go over to back then when it was called C CVS or Save On and pick up my prescription. Um, and I know that I'm very blessed to live in California. I know it's uh, not the same where you two are or, you know, a lot of my friends in Texas. Oh, yeah. We have a lot of friends out in Texas, a lot of audience that are very vocal about uh, how uh, you know, how they have to hide it and how they wish they had uh, at least medical or something. I mean, we're lucky to have medical. I'm very surprised when we got it that we got it. Yeah. I was really expecting it to not go through. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it's, uh, it, at least we have that. Uh, and I mean, I, I, I wish we'd get a little bit more protections in place now that everybody's legalizing it uh, right. for workplace protections. But, you know, that's all stuff that will eventually have to happen. But I feel like uh, it's got to be legal in more places before that becomes something. Yeah. 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 I get a lot of comments, you know, about, uh, yeah, this is all cool reading your kids about this and, until you know, people show up at your door, take your kids away. Yeah. So that's always a fear, especially in a non-legal state. And like, that's a fear we have when we started this podcast, like we're very open with our kids. At first I used to hide it as well. I would, you know, go outside, go around the corner of the house. We're out of sight. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and then one day I realized after we started this podcast, I was like, if we're really having these conversations where we're trying to do this, that I need to normalize it at home and not put any shame or like hiding mm. it. And then it becomes like when I'm being shameful and hiding, then they think, okay, there must be something wrong with this. If mom doesn't want me seeing her doing it. Yeah. 
When did you decide to write your book? How did that come to you to, to put this story together? Uh, when we were going through COVID, uh, I don't know what it was like in Florida. My sister lives in Miami and it looked like everyone's just having a great time. But here in California, they've COVIDed and they COVIDed hard. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, after a couple of weeks of being at home, uh, I started cleaning out all my old drawers. I found a journal from when I was in my 20s and uh, it had things I want to do when I grow up. It was a list. And on it was write a book. And, uh, you know, I looked at that list and I was really surprised. I never sailed around the world. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I could write a book <laughs> and almost everything else I'd gotten through. So I was I was happy about that, you know, and, and uh, so I kind of decided I wanted to write a book. And I thought, you know, what do I know about Um I know about weed <laughs> and I know about raising kids and I, you know, it's something I've, I've felt strongly about for a, a long time, you know, that uh, if we're open with our children, they'll be open with us. I mean, I, I, I wasn't able to tell my children when they were very young and uh, I, I got a little backlash, you know, they were both pretty angry at me that I hadn't been more honest with them. I just decided that I was going to write this and I told my husband about it. And I told my sister and a few other people and they all said, right, so it's going to be like a go the fuck to sleep book. It's not going to actually be for children. And I said, no, I want it to be for children. I want it to be a children's book. Uh, so then I got real high and I wrote down the skeleton of it and it's actually pretty close to what I wrote that day. And then I started uh, looking around for a illustrator and you know, I kept on talking to these children book illustrators and they would send me bear smoking weed or a cat smoking weed and I wanted no. it to look like my I girls don't. and I I really did I wanted it to look like like us and I wanted the mom to look you know cute I everybody was like well you need to make her look more like you know a regular mom and I was like no, I have so many friends that are cute moms. Um, I, I look like that at that age, but it was it. it I thought that it was you know exactly. There's nothing wrong with making her a sexy mommy. I'm gonna do it. And so I met uh, Danielle. I I started looking at video game designers because they made people. Yeah. And um, I found this girl Danielle uh, through Instagram. And uh, she happened to live in Munich, Germany. And we had one conversation on the phone. The rest of the time, we just did everything. Uh, I would send her pictures of the pose of what mom would look like and send her outfits. And then I'd send her, you know, clip art of, ch of children of what they were doing and the expressions I wanted them to have. And she would send them to me, uh, the copies. And um, it was a great relationship. I actually got to go and meet her this summer. Which oh, was that's wonderful. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, my sister and I, was, I'm thinking about going to see Danielle. My sister goes, let's go see her when Oktoberfest is out. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's smart. <laughs> we went in uh, September and it was great. I mean, it was like instantly, you know, she's in her early 20s and uh, she was great to work with. And I think her illustrations are just beautiful. I feel like it's so nice for parents who are able to grow it to kind of show them too that it's just a plant and it grows naturally yeah. from the earth, you know? Yeah, that is funny because uh, once my kids, once I, you know, said, yeah, I smoked weed, uh, I've always smoked weed, uh, and they were like, wait, that plant on the balcony? <laughs> that was was that was weed wasn't it they were you know they completely they never realized that, that was weed the yeah. whole time it just looked like another the whole plant. time <laughs> <laughs> when did you when oh. did you start wendy when did you uh first smoke or you know i was an early stoner um i uh yeah. <laughs> I, I smoked weed for the first time when I was probably about, uh, it was before I was a freshman in high school, so probably 14. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I still remember we went to the roller rink. Uh, we had stolen a joint from uh, my dad's thing and we carried it inside of, we put it inside of a big pin, like to hide it. And we had it and we went behind Roller King. It was my best <laughs> friend who I just talked to this morning, Carrie. And, uh, 
we got it out, you know, and we smoked a little bit and, you know, we're both coughing and we go back in and we just had like the most fun night. It was did the best skating <laughs> in my life. And it's like, this really works for me. And I remember, you know, kind of thinking, okay, we're going to need more of this. This is good. <laughs> and, and I, uh, I, I don't think I've ever, you know, abused it or I've ever not gone to work because of it, or, you know, I've never, uh, miss school because of it I was just always a functioning uh pot smoker it just it works well for me I mean I it instantly brings me down I'm a real I'm busy all the time my husband's one day if he ever walked in the house and I was sitting on the couch he would be in shock because I mean I just keep myself super busy and it helps me so much I'm an indica fan uh, I'll smoke the sativa if that's what is pre you know there but I'm all indica all the time how yeah, it's like too? whatever favorite. Well, my favorite weed is whatever you're willing to share with me. <laughs> That's what uh, one of my favorite podcasters says. <laughs> yeah, I I um I started also young. I tried it for the first time at 14 years old, uh, but it was only a few times here and there. It wasn't something consistent. It wasn't yeah. until I was like 17, turning 18, a senior in high school, where I was able oh I had a plug I was able to buy my weed I had friends that all smoked weed I learned how to my roll my blunts and stuff that's when I got really into it I became like a daily consumer do you yeah. do you stick to like just flour is that your preferred um mount um, method I gotta uh I've got to say I've been tr smoking a lot more of the hemp lately just because mm -hmm. uh it's something that's brand new and I I don't get people to send me stuff and and uh i am so impressed with it and i actually can't believe how nice it feels and that this is legal everywhere so there's no laws as of today that i know of um so i'm i'm kind of excited about this whole uh hemp products and um um i definitely like I like to smoke better than I like to eat. I mean, I'll make I'll make a batch of brownies with all of my shake, the leaves, my stems. I just put it in oil on the pot for a couple of days, regular, you know, vegetable oil, and keep breaking that up and let it simmer, and then use that for brownies. Um, my husband likes those, and um, they're great if you just have a rainy day like it's all we've had lately. But for the most part, I like to smoke because I know exactly what I'm where I'm going to be. Uh, edibles, especially my edibles, are not always predictable. <laughs> <laughs> the consistency, like too, you have to have like the you know the right amount of fat for it to process. Or I've had times where I've like had an edible on an empty stomach and uh, was like, oh man, I guess I missed a window for that. <laughs> and then like I'm not I, going anywhere. <laughs> right. And then I go have dinner and whoop, oh, here we go. It just shows up randomly, like, hey, <laughs> you know. Remember that edible you took? <laughs> <laughs> and that was our interview with Wendy Brazil, author of Why Mommy Gets High. Uh please follow her uh on Instagram and at uh and on TikTok at why.mommy.gets.high. And on Facebook, Why Mommy Gets High. That was a lot of fun talking to her. She's such a sweetheart. That'd She's be cool so when she comes sweet. down to Miami when we get to hang out For with sure. her. For sure. She's always here. <laughs> We're like, yo, hit us up. Uh, my kids, uh, my oldest loves this book. She kind of relates. She sees herself. He sees in her and her two sister. Girls. Yeah, and the, her and her sister. And um, this is really nice. We were having a conversation um, about like the term getting high yeah uh, i i have i'm in a weird place with it right because like i understand it i understand when it's when we're talking about weed like right but i feel like still since things are so destigmatized i feel like a lot of other things are termed as like getting high so sometimes when people hear that it's like kind of harsh mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know i prefer stones I know it's a more like old timey reference. I don't mind saying 
high, I'm high or getting high or whatever. But when I'm describing it to my kid, I don't use that terminology. I would, yeah, you know, just say it's a weird even, area. And it's funny because we were, ta- I was talking to Uncle Jesse about it and he was kind of laughing at me. Like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of being a pearl clutcher with that one, which is, <laughs> but it's like, you know, we've been stigmatized uh, about it. So it's kind of yeah, like hard high. to break through it. <laughs> yeah. Little tally. You want to get high? But the, but actually, I read this with my kid, and she, like, got it. She thought it was the greatest thing ever. She related to it hard. She related to it, and she's like, yeah. Yeah, you do you do slip away for a couple minutes or so. Here <laughs> Which, when mommy slips away for a couple minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then it's like, there's a part where it's like, life is hard. Yeah. And my kid was like, life is hard, right? And being a grown up is hard. (laughs) So um, it's a really nice book for those of you with littles who are looking for ways to. Oh, and we actually uh, if you're looking on screen, we have the QR code too to buy the book. Yeah. She said you can get it on Amazon if you're watching on YouTube now. The QR code right there on her picture will take you directly to buy the book. Yes. And it's on Amazon. So check it out. So we're at the end of our show. That's it. Ta-da. Ta-da. <laughs> We've made it here. And so have you. We want to thank our sponsors, Fluent. Thank you so much, Thanks Fluent. For, for providing the good times and the great weed. Yeah. And the wonderful. Well, they have a bunch of other lovely products as well. Their gummies. That's part of my nighttime routine is their tincture and their gummies. And their rosin. So they're like a distillate. Yeah. Good too. So go on over to our support fluent. Go through our links. Let us let them know that Throw you wrote that QR code, Je- Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> if you want the to scan code. The, the, there we go. Fluent rewards. Nice. Good, nice. Good job. And uh <laughs> you know, if you support our sponsors, you support us as well. Mm-hmm. So we appreciate you. We also appreciate those of you who support us directly. You yes. know who those are. Our, our very s- special patrons. Yes. we A special thank you to our patrons. Yanni. Destiny. Lauren. Jesse. Christine. Denise. Peaches. Meredith. Natalie. Angelina. Jenny. Catherine. Jay. Chrissy. Guillermo. Diane. Gabby. And, and Leslie. Leslie. And look at all those pictures. We got new pictures up. We put I put a couple new ones in with some of the old ones because I don't I don't want to let go of the old one. I know we're cute. just gonna keep they adding to it. Soon we're gonna have like we're gonna have multiple a whole collage. slides. <laughs> like pictures. our like I used to have cork boards in my room filled with photos of me and my friends and everybody. <laughs> so we'll have our own pot smoking mom's cork board. <laughs> hey, you too can be in one of those photos by becoming a patron. For all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get all kinds of stuff. Most importantly, our Discord server. Discounts on our events. Right. Bud call coming up, so you get discount on your tickets. What's up? <laughs> Subscribe, rate, review. Exclusive merch as right. well. Yes, also merch. Which we're coming out with. But <laughs> we have our patrons stuff. have shirts. Yeah, we have official so shirts. Our, we're yeah, just, you know, we're revamping. For our 15th year. Yeah, so jump on board <laughs> become a psm um please subscribe rate review check out our website check out our links we love you guys see you next week bye bye